0: Welcome back to your dad, me at hello. This is a podcast about two dads talking about whatever we want. You didn't ask for it, but here we are. You can check us out in a number of places. Anchor, uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, a bunch of other places. Uh, Google, bunch. Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Breaker. Um, check us out. Please um, let us know how we're doing. Hit us up on YouTube. Uh, subscribe. Uh, write some comments. Um, but we have uh, a number of episodes uh, available for download now Um, this episode today andy what are we talking about we are talking about wrestling factions from the 90s to the current
1: we could i don't think we could talk about the 80s because it's the four horsemen everybody knows that so why bother let's just let's do what we know best the 90s till now
0: Yeah, just a reminder, we took a little break from wrestling. The last couple of weeks, we've been talking about top 90s TV shows. We have a winner in that uh, by this point. Um, And uh, I hope you enjoyed those. But we're back to wrestling. Uh, Both of us started watching wrestling in the 90s into the 2000s. So while I did go back and watch a little bit of the 80s, and I'm sure you did too, um, it, I was not into it until about 1995. So um, we are talking about factions today, so that's not tag teams. So the Hart Foundation with uh, just the two of them, uh, not up for grabs, any sort of tag teams, the Legion of Doom, uh, things like that. Maybe we'll do a tag team one in the future. But for today, we are talking about groups and factions only.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I think we kind of have a couple that might be potential discussion for people. Oh, maybe they might not be really a faction, but we're considering them a group or a faction. More than two people. That's that's really what we're getting down to.
0: Yeah, I think all of our groups have more than two people wrestling. So I think that's that's where we stand. I didn't. No, we can't have like two people wrestling and one manager. You know, we had to have more than two people wrestling, and I think we did that. And can I say,
1: we had to remove one group that would have clearly won it had we put them in there, and that was Men on a Mission. So they are not in this, unfortunately, because it was, it was just way too easy of of a choice. So sorry, folks.
0: There were, there were a couple of ones that made it. We, we did a top 32 originally. Today we are going to do the top 16. So we did get rid of 16 that were actually in the mix. I know the job squad was on there um raven's flock was on there um we're so they were a little
1: upset they weren't in there
0: many many but, good
1: ones but really it was only raven and then a bunch of jobbers so you know
0: are, is, we, but, are we pretending that raven wasn't a jobber for a very long time not in wcw that's, that's true no sir he was not true. u.s champ do you remember when that guy got pulled out of the ring by his hair from a fan <laughs> yeah that's good yeah. stuff yeah
1: he capped it together though raven like he wanted to deck that guy so bad, but he, he did.
0: Playing. He did. But it he, wasn't. He kept that cool, calm composure somehow. I, I would have, I would have lost it. Not like in WWF where like Stone Cold Triple H would just stomp the guy until and the ref too. Jericho. Just get in on it. Oh yeah, yeah. We were just <laughs> watching Botchamania, where Jericho just wanted to go hog wild on that guy. Uh, Today, just to remind you, if this is your first time listening, um, we are going through a tournament bracket of randomized, a bracket of 16 of the top factions uh, as voted on by Andy and I, Um, and we will discuss those. They are randomized, so sometimes our favorites are stacked up against one another, and sometimes it's super easy uh, to determine who's going to win that round. But uh, either way, by the end of today, we will have a top- Faction of all time or 90s and 2000s, uh, as decided on by Andy and I. So, again, uh, if you have any thoughts on that or you disagree with us, please let us know. Andy? Yeah. And um, are we still having a third opinion here? Uh, we are. We are. Randy's back. Uh, so, if you Welcome missed back, him, Randy. You missed him. Uh, he was in the first uh, and second podcasts. Uh, third and fourth podcasts were uh, Ryan, uh, not to be uh, confused with Randy. Ryan's the one that talks, um, and Randy is is just a computer. So Randy's
1: like a. Oh,
0: you had to get. You had to. Trying to go
1: kayfabe here and say <laughs> that Randy was just a silent partner, but um. It's little
0: Randy. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Let's get this started. I know you're probably on your way to work, driving in the car, listening to us. uh, So we want to make sure you hear who the top faction is before you get there. Let's start with round number one. Uh, We have the NWO versus Aces and Eights.
1: I mean, is there really any competition here as to who's going on? Um, Of course, it's the NWO. Uh, The NWO was revolutionary. Um, and really bringing outsiders, huh outsiders, get it, NWO, <laughs> outsiders into wrestling and put wrestling into the mainstream. Hall and Nash coming in, you know, were they with WWF? Were they with WCW? You know, was the whole big question. Hogan coming in, um, NWO exploded. Aces and eights, um, we're big for, for TNA, um, really propelled bully Ray into a main event status there. Uh, he was a two time champion. And then you just had a list of a bunch of other people and they kind of changed throughout. I think they did a good job. I think there was a few months there at the beginning where you didn't know who was who, um, you know, what wrestler was under, the under the mask. Um, but it was very short lived, um, I think PWI um, put them as the best feud against TNA, but then the Wrestling Observer said that they were the worst gimmick. So it was kind of like, depending on what your preference was, whether or not you like them or or not, but you, you just can't compare them to the NWO.
0: matches that they had um, were awesome um, so uh, I won't speak too much more on that Wyatt family for me as well I thought you you're swaying me there <laughs> alright next up is uh, The Shield versus The Hart Foundation this is The New Hart Foundation from 1997 um, if you don't mind uh, I, I'm going to start this one because I feel like The Hart Foundation you probably weren't Watching it uh, around the time they came back. Um, but the Hart Foundation reformed with the whole Canadian uh, American feud going on um, against Bret Hart's nemesis, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, I just remember I was on their side. I liked the Hart Foundation. I liked Bret Hart. I thought Owen Hart was one of the best wrestlers ever. The British Bulldog was such a great wrestler. Brian Pillman was such an awesome mouthpiece, used to be a great wrestler. In WWE, it didn't work out for him. He had been injured by that point. Um, but him, like, if you remember, do you ever remember when Stone Cold made it into Brian Pillman's house, like on live Hopefully TV? Like, yeah, ridiculous stuff. It yeah. wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work now. But, um, but one of the best pay-per-views in the history um, uh, of WWE was In Your House: uh, Canadian Stampede. Um, if you haven't seen it, the Five uh, Heart Foundation versus uh, Stone Cold Legion of Doom. Goldust, okay. um, Ken Shamrock, if I'm if I'm correct, yep. um, amazing and the roar of the crowd because they were in Canada, uh, one of the best matches. You should you should definitely go and check it out. So, um, uh, it's hard because I, the Shield is awesome too. Um, for me, they were never my thing. Uh, Dean Ambrose, for me, is overrated. I I don't think he is uh, was used in WWE well at all. Um, in AEW, great. Uh, he's doing way better, in my opinion. But as the loose cannon, kind of... Well, then he wasn't
1: overrated. He was just underutilized.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Um, but people love Dean Ambrose. Like, they, whenever he'd come out, his music would start, they'd go nuts. And I'm just like, I don't really care. Uh, Seth Rollins turned into, obviously, one of the best wrestlers of all time. Um, Roman Reigns at the heel right now. Amazing. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Hart Foundation. Just because, um it's the heart family you really can't go wrong with anything they do so the heart foundation so yeah i I've, I've caught up on a lot
1: of of that stuff because you know that was really around the montreal screw job you know right, right before mm. it um so a lot of their their stuff is is all over the network and magazines you know all, all over different dvds um you know the brett dvd the brett book so I, I've 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 got a lot of understanding of kind of what was going on i think that group was really unique because in the u.s they were heels and in canada they, they were faces mm-hmm. you know you know and vince was like what the, what am i supposed to do here um and you know they had very unique members you know you had the brett uh jim danville Heart. you know they were the original heart foundation Then you had bulldog and there it was all family And then you had Brian Pillman out there, who was a loose cannon, who, you know, unfortunately was sidelined, but he was a very pivotal member of that group and could still perform, um, you know, even outside the ring. However, that group didn't really last very long. If you really look back at it, um, I like to look at longevity of a group. You know, you can have a faction, once they do something really crazy during a short amount of time, I don't know if I, I take that into consideration. I'm not saying that's my main thing the shield you have three guys who you knew who dean ambrose was you knew who seth rollins were if you were following you know wrestling and um you know even prior to their move into wwe you're like the heck? Who, who's this guy and at the beginning he didn't really talk a lot but he was cool like you're like ah oh, all right like i'd like to see a little bit more of this guy and they kind of kept him in the background Shield also had like the cool entrance music. They came out from the stands, like no one else was doing that. Like they're coming through the crowd. Um, you know, fans could touch them, um, you know, be part of, be, be part of the Shield. Really, they had the whole fist thing. Um, they also had those really cool promos that were different than anybody else's, where they were holding the camera themselves and they were, you know, saying, you know, their their little slogans, whatever. And then it was to the point where you're like, which one of these guys is gonna break out and be the star? And Seth Rollins was the one who did the the original turn, and they pushed him. And then it was, you know, you know Dean at that point had already been U.S. champion, but like you were saying, I think he was underutilized. He, he, even before um, WWE, I saw him in a match. At, I think it was Dragon Gate USA against Jimmy Jacobs, and I said, man, I was like. And I knew John, I knew John Moxley beforehand because I'd seen some other stuff. But that when I saw him in person, I was like, "This guy's gonna be in WWE within a year, and he's gonna be a star." And I don't know if it was a year or two, whatever. He was there, and um, so I had my eye on 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 Dean. And now he's in AEW, and he's totally, I think he gets to be himself a little bit more. And he was kind of pigeonholed into a, what he didn't want to be, um, you know, when he became singles. But in the Shield. They could, they could be cool. And they had those great six-man matches all the damn time. It didn't matter who they were going against. Whoever was on the other side, it was going to be a great match. And for that, I'm going with The Shield.
0: All right, all right. That was really long-winded. <laughs> I, can't, uh, I can't argue uh, with some of the points you're making. I will say that uh, the Heart Foundation, the new Heart Foundation, was together from March to November. But the impact that they made in that short time, we're still talking about today. The S.H.I.E.L.D. had to reunite 17 times uh, to, to keep them in our memory. But whatever. Brothers of Justice. Yeah. They won five Slammy Awards. I'll give them that. Breakout Star of the Year, Faction of the Year, uh, Believe in the S.H.I.E.L.D. hashtag of the year. And uh, what a maneuver of the year. Reigns Spear in 2013. But, um, well, Randy. Randy agrees with you in the S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, is moving on, so we have gotten rid of the Heart Foundation in the first round, and I hate you for it. Randy's a smart guy. (laughs) Next one, Bullet Club versus Evolution. Um, You've been talking a lot, so... (laughs) I'm going to... (laughs) Actually, you're going to have to speak on this one. Uh, I was not around for Evolution. Uh, I left when (laughs) Evolution started in 2003. Uh, Somewhere, I want to say I was done in 2003-2004 but uh, obviously Triple H, Ric Flair, Batista, Randy Orton, literally people that will go down as some of the best people um, in wrestling Um, I was never personally a Batista or Randy Orton fan so for me Triple H and Ric Flair were the better part of that Um, Ric Flair um, says that Evolution is really what brought his um, confidence back in the business um, and he really um, thanks Triple H for that as well um, so obviously great music, by the way, too. a uh, great song for me, Bullet Club is just so big and so, uh, disjointed, um, that I, I, I never know what we're talking about. I mean, you had it in the beginning when it was Prince Devitt, then you had AJ Styles, then you had Kenny Omega. Now you have Jay White. I don't even think Jay White's version is Bullet Club anymore. Um, after Kenny Omega, uh, left in 18, it wasn't really the thing anymore, but, um, I was always obsessed with the, um, enigma of the bullet club like the shirts people you know everybody knows them um the fact that we have prince debit aj styles uh, in the same place and wwe hasn't really acknowledged it and i'm mad about that um adam cole you know is is there too um kenny omega in aew is one of the best wrestlers of all time um carl anderson luke gallows so many different people in it um but for me The Bullet Club starts to like diminish because they just were so all over the place. Um, And they're in like 80 organizations. So I just never know. You can never follow through with what's happening. But, uh, man, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Bullet Club still, even though I've said all that, just because I don't know enough about Evolution. um, And other than the theme song, I don't know anything about their history. Um, So,
1: yeah, Yeah, I mean, they're, they're kind of a play of the four horsemen
0: um you know rick flair was kind of the the
1: older experience mentor kind of kind of uh member triple h was the champ so he was the present <clears throat> and then you had the future in both randy orton and batista um and you know randy orton ended up winning the title uh really uh, at one point he was i think he was what the youngest champion at that point i think he beat uh, the guy you can't say um and then then they had the whole thumbs down thing and they they turned on randy orton that was a cool moment um they held all the titles at one point and then whatever you had batista turn you know yeah. but they they were cool you know they were the they were the new four horsemen you know they they wore their suits whatever mark Jindrak was going to be in there until they said you're not the right fit (laughs) if you ever watch those documentaries but they had a decent they had a decent run Um, but I'm going to go with the Bullet Club for all the reasons that you mentioned. They were bigger than wrestling. Here's a group that you had foreigners in Japan making a huge impact in Japan um, to an international level where you have people here in the States wearing Bullet Club shirts. Anytime I wore a Bullet Club shirt, literally somebody would come up to me. And say and start talking wrestling to me. Um, they made it cool again. They were they're the modern day NWO, mm-hmm. where you saw you saw that merchant like that merchandise. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a Young Buck shirt right here. <laughs> All about merch money. That's what they were. Uh, yeah, they do have a lot of moving parts to it. They always have like a different leader. Somebody left. Somebody came back in. They do stuff with the Ring of Honor. They do stuff in New Japan. So, there's a there. I agree with you. There's a lot of that. It's kind of hard to follow sometimes. But from um, a bigger impact on the wrestling industry, I think the Bullet Club takes that.
0: All right. Moving on, Bullet Club to the next round. Finally, uh, last one in round one DX, D Generation X versus Nexus.
1: Nexus was cool. Uh, (laughs) When they, that first night, if that was it, if that was just their one night and we're done, they win the entire thing. That was like the coolest thing ever, because here you you got a a group of virtual unknowns to to WWE. You know they were on this NXT show that they did that was kind of weird. Um, and you know Daniel Bryan was the the independent darling that you know people knew about. And then there's a bunch of other people. You're like, I don't really know who these guys are. Then they are just thrown together this wild night. They come in and they destroy the place. It's what everything retribution wants to be. Um, but they can't mimic that. Um, and then of course you get Daniel Bryan immediately gone because he chokes Justin Roberts with a, a necktie. Um, and then he goes back on the Indies and he's, he's signed in a few months back again as probably a little punishment for him. But, um, but after that it was like they didn't go anywhere with it and it was really disappointing. They tried to push Wade Barrett a little bit. They they had these matches and people started leaving the company or just getting hurt and they didn't do it. they didn't do anything after that. And then there's DX. Uh, you know, you can talk about DX, but I don't think there's any comparison so I'm going with DX.
0: All right. Uh, Yeah, I wasn't around for Nexus. I came uh, back into wrestling the end of 2012. Um, But, uh, you know, some really good people were in it. Wade Barrett, um, who's now, what, commentator for NXT, right? Mm -hmm. um daniel bryan who obviously will go down as one of the better wrestlers uh, of all time darren young was an awesome wrestler for a while there obviously he wasn't that big but uh skip sheffield uh was that ryback ryback yeah Uh, ryback was cool for a moment uh is is as corny as he is now and you look back and you're like "Ah, whatever but he was cool at the time um and and he wasn't a bad wrestler at all heath slater uh atunga um and all that deal so husky harris was in it for a little bit um, you know, so CM Punk led it for a little bit too. Um, so it did its thing, but DX, I mean, best theme song of all time, probably. Um, it, you know, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, China, Alone, Rick Rude was an awesome group, and then you add the New Age Outlaws into that, um, and X-Pac. I mean, they can they've reunited a billion times, and every time you do, and you hear that music, you are just wow, it's DX again. Uh, they can make yeah, fun of themselves. Yeah, every time I hear
1: the music, and then they come out, and I'm like.
0: I see. For me, it's one of those things. Like you know, they can come out all they want. They make fun of themselves now. They they don't take themselves too seriously. Um, It's not the DX of old for sure, but um, they can keep doing it all they want for me. Um, The DX shirts back in the day are like the Bullet Club shirts now. Uh, They they were everywhere. Um, I had a cousin who told his teacher to suck it and almost got expelled. Uh, You know, like just everybody, everybody knew it. You didn't have to watch wrestling to know where suck it came from um, and all that. DX. I mean, come on, Uh, the best group. Um, So DX for me too. We'll talk about them later. All right. We are done with round one. Uh, We are down to only eight, uh, eight teams left. Um, So let's start off round two here before we do that. You what? (laughs) So where can you check us out at? <laughs> uh, I'm really happy you brought that up. Um, if you don't agree with us uh, in leaving uh, the ministry, one, uh, feel free to hit us up on YouTube uh, or Facebook. <laughs> if you if you're watching us on YouTube, Andy's like, why did you choose the ministry, the ministry? <laughs> out of everyone that we love behind? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so hit us up YouTube.com/slash you dad me at hello. Uh, facebook.com slash you hello we're on anchor fm as well um and we're on basically anywhere you can get your podcast these days so uh check us out uh, we want to continue to uh, do these for you guys um and if you're not a fan of wrestling hang out we're, we're next week we're gonna have another one that's not wrestling um and we have a, a lot of ideas down the pipeline so uh we have a bunch of guests that we have lined up as well um so it, it should be some exciting uh, stuff um also by the way I, I would also mention that andy and i are also doing music so uh, you can also hit us up um on our music sites bandlab.com uh, i think it's slash vrap music uh might be wrong on that um i yeah, know for no, me it's mine's slash at, rj at Gun. DJ
1: Vi- i'm at djvrap
0: oh okay there you go yeah. all right uh, but we have a new uh, a new song on our uh, YouTube, so check that out too. There'll be links on our Facebook. And getting into round two, this is gonna get a little harder. Uh, this first one is the NWO versus the New Day.
1: Um, you know, again, New Day has done some incredible things. Kofi Mania was the a uh, really important. Um, piece of of history in WWE because they listened to the fans. Yeah, you know, this was an opportunity out of out of the blue for Kofi Kingston, and the fans got behind it. And WWE actually did the right thing and listened. They heard the pop that he got, the the support, um, and they didn't want to make the same mistake that they did with Daniel Bryan when the same thing happened to him years prior. And they pushed Kofi into that role and you know and daniel bryan lost to kofi kingston he won the title and then they did him wrong with the whole like 10 second loss or whatever it was to brock lesnar but that's beyond the point (laughs) new day uh three guys who get like you said you can tell they're friends um, and they just love what they do but the nwo was pivotal in wrestling um the end of what they did was a, bu- a big jumbled mess, and run by politics behind the scenes that really turned a, a small group into like a group of like 50 people. Um, and you never know who is in the NWO anytime. But regardless of that, it sold T-shirts, um, <laughs> you know, and and it got people talking about wrestling, and it got a lot of people who maybe back into wrestling or who weren't into wrestling at all. To come over because nwo was cool so i'm going with nwo
0: all right um i think i'm gonna shock you here so nwo great legacy but i am Shot, shocked me <laughs> Undisputed Era, man, they are amazing. Adam Cole, baby, is my uh, kid's favorite wrestler. Liam loves uh, Adam Cole. He does the whole Adam Cole, uh, baby thing whenever it happens.
1: any one of them could have been champ within that group. And that, mm-hmm. that's a pretty big feat uh, for a faction or a group. So that's true. i shield.
0: I'll agree with you on the shield. And it's for one reason. Um, they didn't use the Wyatts to their full capability. Um, you know, Harper and Rowan are really good wrestlers um, for their size as well. Um, and, and you can see that in Brody Lee in AEW um bray wyatt doing amazing with the fiend right now um his character will go down in my opinion um, as our new age undertaker character you know he's going to be someone that i think we'll talk about for a very long time um he doesn't have the success
1: when i go back and i try to watch some random wcw thunder match or um, nitro whatever and i'm watching regal or dean malenko or the cruiserweights and i'm like oh man yeah this match is going crazy and then you got a cutaway to vincent or whoever in the crowd oh it's nwo's here let's go backstage and they cut away from the match and i'm like i don't care i want to see these two guys in the ring um and then dx yeah as much as i i cared about them like always coming back um they stay true to to themselves they make fun of themselves you know because you know again they're getting older you know still trying to get away with some of the jokes and stuff like that um so I, i appreciate that um they never really had those blow-up moments like the nwo where they turned into seven different groups or whoever and you don't know who's who and who's in what group and now here's some other guy with a black nwo shirt and then they had the whole you know fence brought them back uh to take over the wwe and that i mean yeah it led to a cool rock versus hogan match um which nobody ever thought they would ever see um and then it just fizzled. DX did a lot of cool things. Things that you're going to remember for a very, very long time in wrestling no matter how old you are.
0: Um, so my pick is DX. Nice, nice. So you heard it here. Whether you agree with us or not, the official faction of our time, 90s, 2000s, is Degeneration X. It's official. Um, Nobody can dispute it. It is That's, undisputed. Undisputed. <laughs> the team, the DX that won worst feud of the year in two thousand six and worst match of the year in two thousand eighteen versus the oh, Brothers oh. of Destruction. But it's okay. it's what it's, it's a it's a it's a car accident. You don't want it to happen, but when it does, you're gonna watch it. I'm uh, laughing
1: hysterically <laughs> when Kane's mask <laughs> fell off, when Shawn Michaels did the moonsault, and no one caught him. Uh, I gosh. was like in absolute hysterics. An Undertaker just getting Visibly upset during <laughs> the entire thing. Oh man, yeah, it was definitely. It wasn't. It was worse than a car crash. That was a. Thing.
0: That's true. I
1: don't know what's what's worse. <laughs> twenty twenty. It was twenty twenty in a wrestling match. That's what it was.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, you know, one other thing I'll throw out there: DX is responsible for a lot of funny moments. But if you remember. The Generation X got inducted into the Hall of Fame, and Billy Gunn was already part of AEW at that time. And they brought everybody back. And during the induction, um, Vince Mc uh, or I'm sorry, Triple H literally says joking that Vince McMahon would buy that pissant company just to fire you again. <laughs> like you can't get away with that unless you're Triple H and Shawn Michaels. So um, it's it's funny, dude. I love seeing Triple H and Shawn Michaels lead NXT. Uh, and do their thing down there. Um, They're good friends, and you can tell. So it's good. Anyways, I think that's (laughs) it, guys. Uh, Let us know how you feel. Again, we are on Facebook and YouTube and anywhere else you can get your audio podcast. Uh, But feel free to subscribe, hit that like button on Facebook, and comment. We need people to talk to us so we can understand if we're doing uh, things uh, that you want to hear. If you have any ideas for upcoming topics, uh, please let us know. Um, I know we have some other topics down the line, um, which include um, uh, movie sequels, um, and then Andy, you had one today that we're working on soon—fantasy uh, card uh, drafting as well for uh, WCW and WWE. Yeah, take you know uh, an era of a certain promotion, and
1: they're they're. Crew their roster against another era of another promotion, and who are your dream matches? We'll we'll talk about that.
0: Nice. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks as we get some more judges or judges <laughs> judges slash hosts. Simon Cowell's uh, coming on. <laughs> and Jennifer Lopez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, get some more more hosts on here. Uh, shout out um, to to my good friend Pete Hutch, who is uh, one of the first people to uh, to throw his name in the in the card. So you'll be hearing from him soon. Um, but, anyways, thank you for joining us again. This has been another episode of You Dad Me at Hello. Uh, you didn't ask for it, but we're here anyway. Have a good one.